0: Hey everybody! Very very special episode of Seattle Sucks. We are here um, with our hockey correspondent Marina uh, here to talk about all for the next hour, maybe hour and a half, all things hockey in Seattle. We
1: got Kraken fever, my friends. Yeah, we're gonna be talking NHL draft. We're going to be talking hockey fantasy leagues. We're going to be talking. We're going to do a special mock draft filling out the Kraken roster and also maybe do a little mock fantasy draft for Seattle Sucks Fantasy Hockey League. Yeah, now that we got hockey fever, we're going to have our own hockey
0: fantasy league. That's right, guys. Um, Yeah, this is going to be the place to come from now on, actually. All your all your your Kraken news. Pivot. And all of your uh, yeah fantasy uh, Kraken... Uh whatever. So we're gonna be talking goalies. We're gonna be talking f- hockey sticks. My first question, Marina. Yes. What is hockey?
2: Hockey is that age old sport that comes from cold areas. Uh most notably Russia. Uh also Canada. You know, all of those countries that uh have had um revolution, so democratic socialism, free health care, not 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 Russia now, but you know, the land of the uh,
0: so you're trying, you're really, <laughs> really right now, what you're gonna, you're gonna sit here and try and make some case that like uh, <laughs> hockey is somehow of the left,
2: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, as a hockey, as a like lifelong hockey stan... uh, Big wait, time what's, what's your, what's your team again?
2: San Jose Sharks,
0: okay. I've, yes. I've watched a San Jose Sharks game with, with me, people. so,
2: yeah.
1: so <laughs> one. San Jose. This is a cold weather sport. Doesn't make sense. California has three sharks. Don't exist on ice. This doesn't make sense. Why are they all sea creatures? Why do we have a kraken? Krakens are not in ice. Yeah, shouldn't it be uh, what's an ice creature? Polar bears. Yeah, Yeah.
2: the polar bears. I think that was a penguins already exist. Yeah.
1: Well, we we know they exist. We've been to the zoo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins are already is already carved onto the Stanley Cup multiple times. I would like to not be reminded. of
1: Well, about. as true Americans, me and Greg
0: don't care about hockey, right? But now we're gonna have to become real hockey heads. Yeah, you do. Because so you gotta, how do you do be... what do, what is yeah, the what stuff do we, we do What do we need to know about like hockey in general, and, like how to be a fan, but also like about the Kraken.
2: Well, as newly inundated crackheads. <laughs> Uh,
0: oh, no. We have that's going to be a thing. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I know that is really unfortunate. Plenty, to plenty thing. to
2: talk about <laughs> regarding the sport. It's very brutal. It is very graceful. I actually just learned today from my best friend that apparently there was this expose for, I think it was Sports Illustrated, that William Faulkner actually wrote, only because Kurt Vonnegut turned down the job. Um,
1: <laughs> is that because Kurt Vonnegut is dead? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: It happened a while back. It was back, back when he was alive. Uh, but, you know, it is... Um, I I believe it actually does come from Indigenous sports. I think they actually stole it. The Canadians actually stole it from Indigenous sports.
1: Is Canadians yeah. admitted hockey? Is it hockey Canadian? I always figured it was European or something. Yeah, know.
2: it's kind of got like this blurred... There was like... There's one painting, and I can't remember what year this painting actually is made, but it's like the earliest depiction of people playing ice hockey mm. and it's it's i want to i don't even know what year it is but it's i mm. think it's like over in europe but it's kind of like this mishmash of like you know
1: do they have distinctly scandinavian skull shapes
2: <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> the uh the cummerbunds and shit like that yeah
0: uh okay so well, uh where were you on the the great name debate great name reveal
2: i was getting ready for work <laughs> oh, you'll, pand-
0: you'll remember where you were for During the rest the of your life yes. uh, yeah. when it was announced at the Kraken. Yes. You, how, where are you on the name? You like it?
2: I. It was not my top choice. There were a lot of names that were in the uh, that were in the running. Sockeyes was like I think tied for popularity with the Kraken, but we yeah. couldn't be the Sockeyes because there is a woman who has been writing hockey erotica. That is based out of Seattle. Okay. And the team in that franchise are the Seattle Soccer. All right,
1: guys, we're now pivoting from talking about <laughs> hockey to talking about hockey erotica. Yes.
0: Yeah, we finally reached yeah. title base. <laughs> can we get this right. one on the show? It's probably good. Yeah, if you're listening to the show, we're going to try and find her. We're going to try yeah, and get her on the show. And
2: she didn't, I mean, obviously, you know, she's been doing this for a long time and she didn't want to give up her franchise because she owns that trademark. Mm-hmm. And or
0: the NHL wouldn't pay her
2: and Maybe she wouldn't give it up. Like, I don't mm, know. Okay. Uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, um, I mean, her they her have principles. the money. And Jerry Bruckheimer is the owner of the Seattle Kraken or is like part owner or whatever. So that was also a big push for why it was going to be the my Kraken.
0: God. Yeah, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that oh, was like a. I I am so sad we looked at this. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have to literally, they're going to buy the the Clash of the Titans, like, clip to use constantly uh, in their promos, like at the stadium, it's literally going to say mm-hmm. "Release the cl- Kraken." Oh yeah, M-ers no, the you're going
2: to get you're going to get Sam Neill saying that. Wait, no, who is it? No, yeah, is it? no, it's not Sam Neill. It's uh, oh my God, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, that that's it is saw it. Um, um,
1: it's not wow. as good as the original. Amazing. I'll tell you that. Well, that is synergy. That's what that is. Yeah, uh, I. He's
2: a principal owner. Yeah. Of the.
1: All my knowledge of hockey comes from movie the Cutting Edge. Which is oh. a romance about an ex hockey player who can't cut it in the NHL anymore uh. and gets into uh, figure skating. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very oh, it's yeah. a
0: serious romantic version of uh, Happy Gilmore. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. If any if any '90s <laughs> Disney babies are listening, I don't know if you'll remember the acclaimed uh, Matthew Lawrence and um, God, what's his name? He was also in, he was in Boy Meets World. Um, Eric from Boyman's World, H-E-Double yeah. H- Hockey Sticks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew I Lawrence not plays for the New Jersey was. Devils,
2: and he sells mm-hmm. his soul for the Stanley Cup.
1: I fantastic I remember Emilio Estevez in fantastic Mighty Helm. Ducks,
0: but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: So, reportedly, this is strictly in the realm of Texas rumors. You know, I always like to bring sales tax back to Texas stories. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Stars? Stars? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, won the... Stanley Cup one year. They have, yes. And uh, then, apparently, whilst having the cup, partied with the famous Texas rock band Pantera and got so fucking drunk that one of them threw the Stanley Cup out of a hotel window. Oh, it happened, it, yeah. Yeah, and it apparently has like a large dent on it to this day. There's a dent the, on the side uh, from Cindy
2: Crosby and the Penguins dropping it the night that they... Beat the sharks in the fucking Stanley Cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys can't see it. Tears are yeah. streaming down. The only time right that the
2: sharks have ever gone to the final.
1: We, I'm so glad that we caught this on film. We're gonna turn it so, into a GIF. It's God. gonna be the new GIF on Facebook. It's terrible. You gif on and they're walking
2: it, they're walking the Stanley Cup into their jet at the SJC airport, and there's a huge ass dent on the side of it because they got so drunk they fucking dropped Lord Stanley. Why? It's a bummer because we also had the choice of the name The Metropolitans to reinvigorate that franchise, which was like the 1917. I want to say Seattle you're in,
1: team You're in San Jose In
2: in, in Seattle the Oh, Seattle is good Yeah, was gonna, yeah okay. the
0: Seattle Metropolitan like, The San Jose
2: Metropolitan
1: No, no, no serious wait,
0: wait In been 1917, been the- that was an aspirational <laughs> team name for Seattle <laughs> as well, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah This was sure. not a metro. <laughs> this was no metropolis in right. 1917 yeah, yeah. But they won the Stanley Cup
2: town. They won the Stanley Cup And so if we would have revived that franchise We would have already been Stanley Cup champions as Seattle. Oh,
1: shit Even though there was only like two teams in the league that year
2: Exactly. And then it had to stop for like World War One and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. Oh, okay. so I'll tell you
1: a uh, funny hockey story yes. that I have. When I was uh, in middle school, I had a friend whose mom worked at a radio station doing selling promotions, like selling ad space. So she used to get like free tickets to shit. Ugh. And she got free tickets. Antonio very briefly had its own like minor league hockey team. I don't understand how any of this works or anything like that. Probably a farm team. Some, yeah, yep. small level hockey team. So we got free tickets to go see this. So we go and we Watch it, and there's like a hundred people. We're watching this in the fucking Alamo Dome, which is a whole other story, but an enormous dome built for a football team. (laughs) And there's probably a hundred people in here watching this, right? And uh, we're all watching, presumably, we all got free tickets. Nobody knows what's happening. And as the third period ends, the teams leave, and everybody's just in the stands. And somebody has to literally get on the intercom, like the announcer gets on the intercom, is like in hockey there's only three periods the game is over (laughs) and everybody you see everybody just looking at each other and just go like shrug their shoulders get up and just leave (laughs) oh my god that's the one hockey game I ever went to wow three
2: periods 20 minutes There was a push, a revival for one of the team names during COVID. Um, the whole thing about flattening the curve, you know, and everybody staying home, and there's, oh, that, like, that joke about, like... excited for this. Yeah, everybody, Seattle's like, oh, like, you know, lights are so antisocial anyway, like, it's we're going to fucking, you know, we're going to handle it.
1: And <laughs> By it, the way, that was my personal theory going into
2: this. Right. <laughs> uh, one of the names for uh, the Seattle hockey team was the Seattle Freeze. <sighs>
1: <laughs> that is... A good name. I thought it would have
2: been really good, and it was like Holy oh, shit. It was they, like COVID curve, like meet the Seattle Freeze, and I was like, dude, the, 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 the NHL should absolutely do the fucking Seattle Freeze.
0: Oh fuck, that's a good name. Yeah, that, it, but that's, that's the thing; it's too name. good for a sports team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, has, uh, it means too much. Yeah, it's too oh, many layers. Shit.
2: Too deep.
1: God, I would buy a Seattle Freeze. I wouldn't. I'd never watch a game, but I would buy a Seattle Freeze hat just because. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh.
2: I know, we missed it.
1: Missed opportunities. That's the story of our lives.
0: Well, I guess all there is left to do is write our own Seattle hockey-based erotica (laughs) uh, about the Seattle freeze. I mean, there you is there? There we
2: go. Rival team.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Welcome back
1: to the Seattle Sucks Podcast. We're back on Greg's boat, which is uh, functioning and barely livable in this heat, but somehow we're all surviving i guess how's it going greg i don't appreciate when you
0: mock my
1: all right moving on microphone. uh <laughs> so you know we got an exciting show for you today uh i promise we will only talk a little bit more about hockey <laughs> for the rest of the show if you guys love what we kept in too bad you will don't get to hear what we took out <laughs> but uh, right up top, I'd just like to say that we got a, you know, uh, Seattle Sucks runs a uh, a printing press run by our freaks that we keep in Cullen's Dungeon. And uh, there's a couple of new articles up on there. So check it out at mechanicalfreak.website. We got a Washington Sucks Primary Voters Guide from our friend Cassidy Butler, who could be heard on the show as well as uh, an article called Communists Around Every Corner about China and the protests in the United States by uh, a friend of the show, Matthew Van Dyne. So go check that out. We'll put links down in the bottom. Uh, but today, we got a good friend on the on the boat with us, right? We got Marina, also known as at comrade underscore surveys. <laughs> That's me. On uh, Twitter. Uh, and you're here not just to talk hockey, right? Correct. You're here to tell us the intense... Uh, very personal with extreme detail information about your unemployment hearing, right? <laughs> 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 <I mean. laughs> Suffice to say, I got won. that bread. I won. Marina <laughs> uh, got that bread. Yeah, Marina took our advice and our our legal strategy <clears> of <throat> get that bread. <laughs> And got that bread.
2: Bread Santa would be very <laughs> proud. Oh, man. Papa Kropotkin would be so proud.
0: <laughs> Stuck it to the
2: bourgeoisie.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And won. Mm-hmm. Really, really did, though. Deliciously really did. so. The bourgeoisie tried to use the courts to fight back. Yes. And uh, there were, it turns out... The bourgeoisie is very stupid. <laughs>
2: very. We can do this, guys. We can totally do this. We can, totally <laughs> we do can this. fucking do if this. this was we can get
1: all the bread. All the bread. Yeah. We're coming for it. It's important to keep in your mind. Uh, I think everybody watches like, Marvel movies too much and thinks everybody's like Tony Stark. But your boss is really stupid. Like, Just go talk to him. Your boss is dumb. Yes. Yeah. That's everybody. That's nobody in this room specifically, but everybody specifically. Yes. <laughs> your boss is dumb. Go talk to him. Fuck him. All right. That's why they're never there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they
2: keep this facade of being like this intelligent. You know, if mm-hmm. they all had Twitters like Elon Musk, you would all know how stupid they fucking are.
0: Yeah, the smart ones are the <laughs> ones that, uh, you know, hide profile. in the shadows yeah. yeah, and keep a low yeah. profile. They, they open their mouth as little as possible, and uh, they never let you see them trying to do a real job of work because that would reveal them as non-human monsters.
2: <laughs> Correct.
0: Um, well, so... You know, Marina, you're also, uh, you know, working in the service industry Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, back at work, right? On the front lines. Yeah,
2: for over a month now.
1: And uh, I assume wearing the full, like, E.T. suit. (laughs) It
2: might be better if I was. (laughs) Face coverings, though. Uh, Definitely wear a mask all day. Changing gloves all the time. Uh, I have to, like, any any kind of movement that we as a country or mm-hmm. as a world has like progress we have made to like reduce plastics mm-hmm. in the landfills within these like 4 months we've comp- we've absolutely Oh, like destroyed any totally any progress negated. that we've done. Yeah, we're we're,
0: uh, we're gonna find out like <laughs> next year that COVID has doubled the size of the Great Pacific Garbage. Yeah, yeah we're, it's uh, like the we're next continent. We are
2: absolutely fucked yeah, on yeah. so many levels.
0: Yeah, That's also uh, Atlantis Rising. Yes. on the the Patreon episode that we just actually released to everybody on the main feed. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about uh, we were talking about how. You know the that Governor Inslee's response has been just so you know heroic and thoughtful and good, and that also the um, you know the individual action that is very important that all of us are meant to take as individual actors in this economy, uh, you know is really clear and obvious and makes a lot of sense. And I think you know we agree that everybody knows exactly. You know what they're supposed to do in their various jobs uh i assume that's that's the case with you at, at your workplace right now that right. we're opening back up closing the economy which is it are we are we on the opening trajectory or the closing trajectory <laughs> are we going more are we going from one point like phase 1.68 like <laughs> up or down you know when you're af- right now in king county you
2: know when you're like going into macy's and you're afraid to like hop into the revolving door <laughs> That's where we are. Oh. oh yeah, no. like it's we're just hesitating, it's hesitating. Yeah, we're no, going to lose a wait, hand. Maybe I'm in it. And then you get in there maybe you go around a couple times before you actually like get out of it. Mm-hmm. That's where we are.
0: And you yeah. find yourself back out on the fucking sidewalk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, whoop, well, no. It's cold out here." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: yeah, I have, you know, I feel like uh it's all been crystal clear and there's been no problems.
2: Absolutely not. You're absolutely, it's just an amazing. <laughs> I don't know if you know this but COVID's over.
0: Yeah, uh, if you yeah. believe it, so yes, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: it's totally over. We're f- hooray, good job. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you
0: will It is no dream, right? Yeah, we should
2: just like uh, what's his name, Bill Mitchell. He was like, let's just start ignoring it. Let's not give the media the power.
1: The yeah. rules. <laughs> um, I mean, let, let's be serious. That is what America's going to do. Like, yeah, Bill Mitchell's right. That is what right. we're gonna, that, he, that is the strategy. Yeah, he
0: tends to be ahead of the the, the curve on <laughs> just like,
2: uh, like
0: uh, it's a weather vane for him. That America. that
2: is like the hundred percent. American strategy. Like, I love the comparisons between, like, this, how we're handling this, and how Vietnam is handling this. hmm And then, like, the Vietnam War?
1: Yeah, well, so, like, the... <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the Vietnam thing is interesting because, yeah, there were, I assume you're referring to the story about how they had a uh, a few cases and... Zero deaths. And one, well, just recently, they had a few cases in one of their cities, and they literally evacuated 80,000 people to prevent it from spreading.
2: Yeah, they were providing, <laughs> uh, like, home, home-delivered meals. Like, there mm-hmm. were people that were prepping breakfast, lunches, and dinners yeah. and, like, just going door to door and hand, so people didn't have to leave their houses We're yeah. here in america yeah we are at a point where we're getting you know according to mitch mcconnell over his dead body will we be getting any more government assistance and according to elon musk like another yeah. stimulus isn't f- best and isn't in <laughs> Not the
0: really the best, best thing.
2: interest yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> and then steve mnuchin mr i posed with a sheet of freshly printed money Mm. that you can live off of $1,200 for... Ten weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I, as Greg has opined, and I and I am increasingly won over to his uh, view on this. When the original six hundred dollars was proposed, they all agreed because none of them knew what, how much money six hundred dollars was. Yeah. And similarly, Steve Mnuchin has no idea. Like he's like, no. you can live off twelve hundred. He has no idea how much money twelve hundred
2: dollars is. No, <laughs> like, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, he's like, he's, he's never like, looked he's, at he, a bill in his life. He's <laughs> like, that's yeah. yeah, what? That's about a down payment on a house, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, uh,
2: rain man or whatever, when they ask him, like, hey, Rain man, how, how much does a candy bar cost? And He's like, about a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. About a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is that. Um, but uh, in more serious now, like, what, I mean, what is, the, what are the challenges? Like, I'm working in the, you know, indispensable uh, job of, you know, keeping bars open. Uh, what, what does this look like now? like on the front lines of that.
2: The biggest challenge is fucking people
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, <laughs> just like hands down. Uh, so my newly ag- new job that I acquired right before the shutdown, um, is handling it. Like, honestly, I like just fantastically. Mm-hmm. Um, but when people ask me, you know, like, Oh, how is it being back at work? Like the only answer I can give them is that it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like, I'm extremely grateful for the staff that I have at this new job. And then I'm extremely happy for the management and how they're handling it and for the lengths that they have gone to keep us safe. Um, but I'm still at work and people are still coming out in droves.
0: Yeah. Like, been pre- Pretty busy.
2: Yeah. we, And which is also another the other absurd thing about it is because, like, it's good when we're busy because that means we're. Like I'm making money. Like I'm making more mm-hmm. yeah. tips. Like because and that's it,
0: where I mean. Right. Else are you gonna get and it especially down?
2: because the opposite end now, especially with the six hundred dollars ending, is like the alternative is not is destitution. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think it shows some of the like perverse incentives that are created via the way that the United States has chosen to handle this. Right. right. Which is one to like kind of leave it up to the employer to basically uh monitor the regulations to make sure the p's and q's are being minded or whatever mm-hmm. with the problem being of course you know i mean bars restaurants etc they've been like eating money for months and you know you're gonna tell them what's what's the rule now it's like supposed to be 25 percent occupancy or something yeah
0: well yeah, what the, i want to know like specifically what has changed so like the governor has been like has taken a turn, as we've seen, Washington State, like everywhere else, the, uh, because we decided to open up last mm-hmm. month, COVID numbers are climbing rapidly. Yeah, we were at
2: 50,000 50, cases last week.
0: Back, yeah, back yeah. to the higher than the
1: March peak. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, we should make it absolutely clear. like The reason why COVID cases are rapidly increasing in the United States is because the United States reopened. It's because people went back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's no, that's not a question. That's not yeah. a, yes. a theory or so, hypothesis. That's a fact.
0: the reaction to that from the governor has been, okay, we're going to do some new different things. And what we talked about last, on the last talk, the which should be the last episode on the feed now, is, um, like, well, the governor's basically like, well, this is up to our individual actions. Like, be personally responsible. Wear your mask and don't, you know, go to your, uh, your parties with your friends. Um, and, but I'm wondering, like... But we, he hasn't shut down bars, right? So what is the? are there new different guidelines that are more strenuous than before? Like, what, yeah, what are last, you getting off at that level, on the ground level?
2: Last week, he rolled back um, some of the opening, like the phase two opening. So we were at a limited capacity, for sure. Um, and outdoor, indoor, a lot of the indoor seating had opened up. Um, and we have a big enough space that's, like, it's open enough to be able to space tables out six feet mm-hmm. apart. Um, and keep that social distancing. All the staff is wearing gloves, like changing them all the time. All of the staff is wearing masks. But when you come in to eat at a restaurant and drink at a restaurant, you obviously can't have your mask on. Mm -hmm. So we're having people, like a a restaurant full of people. I mean, granted, it's at like less occupancy, 75% occupancy, 50% Mm -hmm. occupancy. But it's all these flapping lips that are going on. And I... (laughs) There is so much tourism that is happening right now in the city. It is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. And I, like, I'll get tables. Fa- these families that are like, oh, we're from Florida. And um, I, will, I will subconsciously, like, take a step back. Families so, from South Carolina. From We had so many people from Texas because we're one of the places that are open. People mm-hmm. have fucking time. And yeah, we're, yeah, we're not yeah. allowed to leave the United States. Yeah. So uh, people have the time to <laughs> come out and they're like, oh. Where have we never been before? Seattle. Let's go there. And people are like, it's our first time here. <gasps> what should we do? Or like, we're bar hopping. Where do we go next? And it's like, home. You go fucking home. <laughs> like, and well, I have to tell but these obviously, people. The, obviously uh, not.
0: Bars yeah. are open. We're yeah. saying yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is I, this, exactly. it's the mixed message, right? Yeah. yeah. Everything is a mixed message. So, so wait. So you're if I gather correctly, we did eventually in Washington, in King County, get up to phase two. Yes. And then we've rolled back to, like, phase, like, uh, 1.356. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the phase
1: system has uh, just fallen away (laughs) at this point. Now it's just uh a... uh, you know, the governor gives decrees. An in indecipherable yeah. mile-long
0: list well, of yeah. very specific like, Well, what he does,
1: he spills the guts out onto the floor, and then all our media types and politicians get in there and just fucking swirl them around and interpret them, I think, is yeah. where we're at at this point.
2: I appreciate that we don't have a governor like Florida yeah. or Georgia... Just, I'm,
0: just total denial. That right. I am very
2: yeah. grateful that Jay Inslee and Katie Brown in, in Oregon is our, yeah. and that mm. Gavin Newsom kind of held tight, you know, mm. and kind of had a unified front as much as possible. But these protocols that they're putting in place are absolutely toothless. Like yeah. there's, no. n- and a lot. Well, there's uh,
0: no, there's no message. No,
2: there, and there's, and there's so much emphasis on the onus being on people like me in restaurants and mm. like coffee shop workers and all that kind of stuff to enforce these yeah, against yeah. the general public and them not doing it themselves that it is unless you have like minority report little like spider drones going around and monitoring everybody at all the same time nothing is going to work nobody yeah. is doing what they should be doing like uh. it, the the
0: <laughs> Well in your case, there's like nothing to enforce, right? Because like what are you gonna say? Like everyone who comes in here must wear a mask until we deliver your beer.
2: Well it's, to it's your table. you come in, well yeah. we're using we're using this like there's so many like we're using this hospital grade sanitizer mm. and, and we have to let it sit for ten minutes. So we wipe down our tables with a regular sanitizer and then we have to spray it down with this hospital grade sanitizer and we wipe it down and then we have to put a timer on the table and let, set it for ten <laughs> minutes. What
0: the fuck? Yes.
2: And so I'm That's me- total bullshit. I'm measuring my life in between
0: egg like yeah, egg timers, like going, egg off. timers <laughs> going off
2: and people come in and then they, they sit down, but then they want to tr- change their seats. And so, or th- like they'll get up and they're like, Oh, we want to move outside. Like, can we actually, or it's too hot. Like, can I sit inside? It's like, I mean, yeah, but okay. Now I got to fucking like sanitize your table again and like, let it sit for time. And yep. you know, and people are like, Oh, can like somebody will get up and, and leave it's like, oh, can we move out to that table that just got up? And it's like, no, we have to sanitize it. And it has to sit for 10 minutes. And they're like, why? <laughs> and then I have customers that are like, oh, my God, I just can't believe that you have to wear a mask all day. And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, and it's like, ooh, and I was like putting gloves on and going to the table. They're like, ooh, how are your hands doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're kind of like wrecked. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like oh laughing. Like, it's, it's disgusting. Oh, like, and then it's the simplest thing of like, okay, Obviously, you're coming to a place where you need to eat and drink. Like You, ha- you can't have a mask on. Like, duh. Like You cannot mm. physically put anything yeah. into your fucking mouth if you have a mask on. Yeah. So we're like, we just asked that, you know, you, once you're at your table, you can take off your mask. Uh, mm. If you get up and you're moving around the dining room, you know, if you need to go to the bathroom or anything, like, just yeah. please put your mask on. So what people are doing are they're like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. So they'll stand up. And they'll start walking to the bathroom. And as they're walking to the bathroom, then they're putting their mask on. So they're sure, halfway yeah. through the fucking dining room yeah, yeah, before yeah. their mask is even yeah, on. Yeah. And then we have, like, a really great patio. So people, of course, they want to go outside. All the tourists, they want to go outside and they want to take their pictures. But they don't want to wear their masks and their Instagram pictures. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, I, can't, I, for my Instagram, I can't, I can't have a mask on. like, You know? Uh, the, you
0: know? The, the, yeah, So they're,
2: they're crammed in between these patio tables that are distance Mm -hmm. apart. And they're like taking all these fucking pictures and we're like, Hey, like like, if I had a dollar for every time I was like, Hey, can you put your mask on? Don't forget your mask. Can you put your mask on please? Like Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. and now with this rollback, it's people like we're already not seating people like in groups of like only max of groups of five, like that's Mm -hmm. it. So people will come in and they'll have like. It'll be a family of six, and one of them's like a very young child, or whatever. And we're like, "We're sorry, we have to still split you up." And they just get all in a huff and get mad, you know? And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And we've definitely had to kick out people that are just like, "This is horseshit!" Like, well, yeah. like, like we had to kick out these people from fuck it these fuckers from Alabama because they were just like, well, "All these regulations are bullshit." And we're like, "Blah blah,", blah and we're like, "You know what? Like,
0: fucking, why'd you just, come here? Just leave, just yeah, leave, they had to like kill. go back to Alabama yeah, to
2: yeah, die." Yeah. You fuck. Exactly.
1: Well, that's what I love I love the complaint too because it's you know at the college we get this from the students sometimes, but I'm always like who the fuck do you think I am? Yeah. Like, do you think that I'm the State Department of Health? Do you think I, like, why, why are you complaining to me about yeah. this? I don't give a shit. Like-
2: at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning of it, too, when when they were actually first looking at King County, like, you know, what the plan was going to be for bars and restaurants to open up, one of the stipulations was that you, we were going to have to take people's information, their phone yeah. number, their yeah, address, for, for, tra- for, Hell for contact yes. tracing. Hell yes. And I was like, no, that is absolutely not going to happen, and we like definitely haven't been fucking doing that. And now yeah. it's like we can't see people of like we can't see people of five unless they're in the same household. And you know what's going to happen when? Hey, folks, like how you doing? Party of five? Yeah. Mm. Are you all from the same household?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: Okay. Like, well, it's, sure. Yeah. But sure. That's
0: the theater that we're being asked to enact is just this these bullshit little like mm-hmm. dramas like. That, going through the ritual of asking people, are you all in the same household? And frankly, I'm probably waiting the 10 minutes for that sanitizer to work. Uh, Yeah. Like, this is all just this bullshit that we're being asked to do that is not gonna have a real effect, and that at the same time, Inslee himself is blaming the individual, like, you know, it's you, your irresponsible personal behavior is what we're gonna be able to blame you for when you're dead.
2: Well it's just like the you know, the switching over your light bulbs or Mm -hmm. or switching over like not using straws. It's again it's capitalism putting the onus on the individual yeah. you know yeah. like go vegan you know yeah. if you're not a vegan you're the reason why all these animals link- like no those corporations are still going to farm and slaughter yeah. animals even if I'm not eating like, yeah
1: your, your like food choices aren't the reason why you have an inhumane right. like system of harvesting food not to
2: mention that before yeah. capitalism and corporate like food industry yeah. like people were eating meat completely sustainably for yeah. fucking millennia
1: well and I think the thing too is I mean the theater is all about a theater of personal responsibility right yeah. But it's, it, you know, I want to sort of kind of come back to this point of, like, the the it puts the onus entirely on the owner of the business and then the people of the business, mm-hmm. which when you're talking about, like, a bar, again, the bar's been eating fucking, you know, they're eating money, basically, for months because they haven't been open. And now you're going to tell them, like, okay, let people come in, but don't let, like, too many people come in. And if you're the bar owner, like, it's going to be hard to be like... I got to turn these people away. They're being jerks or like, they don't want to do the thing or whatever, but it's like, but you're also losing money, man. Like, so, you know, all the incentive is for you to bend the rules. Right. right? And then for the service worker, like you were saying, I mean, if there's people in there, that's how you get tips. That's where your money comes from. So again, like all the incentive is for the people who are, who've been, I think unfairly tasked with having to enforce this regime all the incentive is for them to look the other way right and to not do it Mm -hmm. right and then in the end when of course it doesn't fucking work and it blows up in everybody's face we'll just raise our hands up and go oh personal responsibility man yeah people just gotta make better choices and i mean that's that's just neoliberalism in a nutshell right i mean it's so fucking awful
2: it's like i'm having to say oh my god thank you for coming like enjoy your stay like i hope you enjoy Seattle. like i'm screaming on the inside all day like the it
1: is insane if the the
2: emotional labor of the service industry, like, wasn't a thing before. Like, it is now a hundred times more. And then these people are coming out and having the audacity, audacity to, like, not tip 20%. Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: that should be, like, how fucking dare you? Like, yeah, yeah. no. Like, you're going to come out here flapping your COVID lips in my restaurant. I'm grabbing your forks. I'm grabbing your plates. I'm grabbing yeah. your fucking glassware. Like, which is the main point of contact for this fucking virus. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to tip me 20 10% on a $100 bill? Like, yeah. no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, and, you know, in India, they had those, those stamps, right? The the, the ink that lasted 14 days for the corn. Mm. So, if you came in and out of India or whatever, and they would stamp your hand and they had people trying to ignore that, but they couldn't because everybody would see that stamp and be like, hey, motherfucker, like, you've got yeah. that fucking stamp on your hand. Like, get oh, out of yeah. here. There was that plane that, like, didn't take off or whatever, because there was this couple that was on there and yeah. they had the stamp on their hand and they were just like, oh, well, like, what's the big deal? Blah, blah? And the plane <laughs> was like, no, fuck you, get, get the fuck off this plane. Like, <laughs> it
1: was like, nah, man, we're just at the club. <laughs> exactly. And,
2: and we don't have anything like that. And Inslee's. Inslee's like mask up rule, which is like just it's just absolutely delicious. It's like the expansion will require face coverings in all common spaces such as elevators, hallways, and shared spaces in apartment buildings, university housing, and hotels, as well as congregate settings such as nursing home. Like unless you have a century that's standing in every single apartment hallway in every single elevator, this is it's not going to happen. Or
0: yeah. or a culture wide like blitz of information from the beginning from all levels of authority and cultural importance saying the same message and that wasn't completely contradictory with it because you can't take that serious forget the fact that that isn't on every billboard that there isn't like a helpful like person like uh a place you can you know understand like on every radio broadcast and news channel, whatever, and, like, people at the grocery store with very clear instructions for you what to do, people handing out the masks from the very beginning. Short of all that, like, even if they were doing that now, you that doesn't compute when bars and restaurants are open for you to go to at 50% capacity even. Like, it, you can't take this shit seriously because clearly... Uh, they aren't. The government isn't capitalism. Well, you
2: had the sheriff over in what it was like, I want to say it was like Lawrence County or something like that over right. in Washington. Oh, that oh, like,
0: oh, well, the sheriff in Stahalmash was the
1: one who wasn't going to enforce yeah, there's, who, there's been a lot of sheriffs. Yeah, who came gonna out gonna and, and like did a press conference like, like,
2: like, we're not going to cover yeah, our faces with yeah. these masks. Like, fuck Inslee. Like, blah, you don't have to comply. Yeah. Like, so what you're saying, Greg, is <laughs> that we needed a centralized, countrywide yeah. response yeah. and not... Different, different state governors reacting at different times. Even Dif- within
0: the state, you could different. have done so much more than in.
2: Well, yeah. Well, even, yeah. I mean, like, even the county-to-county movement, it's like, okay, people in this county are still shut down, so I'm just going to go over and I'm going to go hang out mm-hmm. in this county, which happened actually in Southern California, one of the this bre- these breweries, uh, this brewery in Ventura, I think it was, and they had opened up, and they got flooded. They got flooded with people from the up- surrounding counties that yeah. were still shut down, and they were just like, fuck this. They were like, no, now from now on, our weekends are, like, you have to be a local. You have to prove your re- residency mm-hmm. in Ventura County. Otherwise, we're not going to serve you. And it, they're just, their comment section was just like, like, oh, you fucking, yeah. like, Nazi fucking, like, you can't force that. Like, blah, 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 well, and again,
1: like, too, imagine working at that fucking bar with oh, yeah. that kind of rule that you're supposed to be enforcing. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, you know, like
2: that's insane. And, and, okay, so we can't, <laughs> like, you can't, you can't sit in, inside a restaurant in groups larger than five, but that's not stopping people from rolling out in groups that are larger than that. We're sure. th- that stops at the threshold of my restaurant. Cause mm. now I'm going to break you up no. and now yeah, yeah. you are not going to be in this fight for as long as you're in this restaurant. We get a group of 20. Yeah, yeah. We had a group of 20 people come out, roll out together Yeah. yeah. and we're like, okay, well you're going to be at four different fucking tables. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you get like people just ordering like, all kinds of stuff. And then they're moving in between tables and like not putting yeah, a mask right, because on. It's because it's down because, to you yes.
0: at the, that, ver- that end point, this one point, yep. instead of a culture-wide understanding that everyone actually has faith in and believes is important and has the information. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you know,
1: for your tourist or <laughs> this tourist thing drive me crazy. For your tourist or whatever that's up the fucking bar, right? If it was serious, then they wouldn't be allowed to be like traveling right. the country, no. going to no, restaurants, which right?
2: governor, mayor, or mayor Mauser yeah. in D.C. Yeah. Like they implemented like a 14-day quarantine or whatever like that if you go travel and you come home, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And I'm like, okay, that's another thing that rests on the fucking employer. Like maybe your employer knows that you went out of town. And if they're an employer that, you know, they can, they actually fucking care about you. You're not like a fucking McDonald's manager who's like, I don't give a fuck, get back to fucking work or you lose your fucking job. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're like, oh, I know that you went out of town so you can't come to work for the next 14 days. Guess who's going out to fucking bars and restaurants in those 14 days? Yeah, yeah. That same fucking person.
1: Or, you know, like, how are you going to compensate? I mean, this is a thing of why I remember when this whole thing started, we would sort of joked a little bit on the podcast or whatever, and I was like, I hope it's not very contagious because we're going to be fucking filling stadiums. Because at every single level, the American system is uniquely positioned to be unable to handle this, right? So, like, yeah, in the case of if you tried to have some sort of travel quarantine thing, well, who's going to pay for that person to be quarantined for 14 days? Because nobody in America can go, can go two weeks without right. being evicted, right. without, you know, losing their shit, right? Uh, at the same time, too, like our you know federal system, as we just talked about, like, when you have a pandemic, you need an actual central actor in response. Right. And our federal system is uniquely positioned to prohibit that from happening. Which blows <laughs> make my sure mind. It doesn't work. Because, you know? like,
2: Trump, like... You know, being a leftist and wanting to see the end of American culture as desperately as like you know a, a just a blot on human society, American culture has oh, yeah, been I, in Western civilization.
1: Marina, like, you enough. I think you yeah. might get to
2: see. <laughs> 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 I mean, I hope so. And like, you know. <sighs> god bless trump for destroying america like he's doing it he's doing everything you know all of those all of those boogeymen in the Mm -hmm. middle east that we've all been raised to like think that are going to come over here and start blowing us up and all this kind of stuff no he's actively doing it he is bringing down Mm -hmm. like he's bringing the system to its fucking knees i think yeah i think he just to america yeah
1: yeah and he took the sort of sheen of paint off it right because I mean, you know, you get those people online or whatever that's like, uh, you know, if Hillary were elected, we'd be out of this by now. No. But the thing is, is all the unique things that make America incapable of taking care of this. Yeah. Existed before Trump and are going to exist after yep. him, right? Which is a healthcare system that doesn't function, mm-hmm. right? You know, a, an employment system where workers have no fucking safety net and, and your healthcare always, is tied to your, and your fucking tied to your fucking employment. You know, I mean, we literally have a Democratic Party that just, you know, the, the Democratic National Committee just voted overwhelmingly no. for Joe Biden's platform that, uh, they're basically going to run on 50 million people without health care. Yeah. Like, that's their platform. You know, I mean, that's, that's fucking astonishing in the middle of a plague. I mean, you know, uh, it, it is this astonishing systemic crisis where COVID is just revealing every ugly layer of yeah. the American yeah. state and American capitalism just piece by piece by piece. And, of course, I mean, for some people it is uh, – You know, it's going to fill them with existential dread. For others, it's just going to make them uh, lose their fucking minds and either pretend it's not happening at all because it's just too much to fucking interpret. Yeah, their
2: brains cannot literally process this.
1: Or retreat into insane conspiracy theories because they need some sort of explanation. And there hasn't been one on the left for decades that anybody can get a hold of. So I guess it's... uh, you know, Bill Gates's lab or some shit. Oh, you know, I, had, or, or, I had a... Uh, Chinese labs or whatever.
2: I know. had a table who was like, it was like the end of service or whatever, and they were like, whatever. They were just people. They were people. They weren't like outright assholes. So whatever, I'm just going through, yeah. like doing the song and dance, right? And as he's closing out and he like mentions like, oh yeah, this uh, like Obama, like Wuhan virus. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Didn't you know Obama funded the Wuhan University to like manufacture this virus and release it? And I just fucking, I just laughed. I couldn't, I just fucking laughed. And he was, and he did my favorite right-wing talking point. Look it up.
1: Hell yeah. Look oh, it no. up. Look it up. The appropriate answer, whatever uh, they say, didn't you know, the appropriate answer is always, no, I didn't. Tell me more. Right. <laughs> like, right? get the chalkboard out. Yeah. I'm ready. Show me. <laughs> Tell me everything. Are I bring, Yeah. Right? I need to know it all. How deep does it go? Which is like another thing
2: with Trump, like <laughs> Mr. Buddy Buddy with like Kim Jong- like, right, mm-hmm. and loves Putin, all this kind of stuff. The people, like, Putin, who's about to install himself to be the fucking, like, to die as, like, the fucking king of Russia, right? Like yeah, when
1: you're the richest man.
2: Right? And he, like, he plays that he wants to be this, like, authoritarian dictator so bad, and this was his chance. Like, mm-hmm. this was his fucking, this was, uh, like, his brass no. ring to be it's able a- to just, but the whole time he wants to shut down the borders, this would have been the time. It's crazy.
1: It's so crazy. Like that is such a good fucking point, because if he was everything that like, you know, Libs wanted to convince themselves that he was to just, you know, to sort of relieve themselves from the burden of having gotten him elected by putting, you know, running the worst campaign that's ever been fucking run. Right. um, You know, if he was all those things. Yeah he would be it'd be martial he law he would be running fucking like, wild right now yeah. well, but he's actually just a big would, dumb wet idiot they would be <laughs> applauding
2: him for it yeah. too because they had been like yeah. oh he saved us yeah. he saved us he kept us safe from this pandemic and which proves that he's not a lawful evil, evil. he's a fucking chaotic evil mm-hmm. which is worse mm-hmm. he went the complete opposite direction and I was right. like when this thing came out I was like oh we're about if to he, fucking be like locked come come in our and houses he said
0: you know what we need to listen to the scientists we need to get out ahead of this and that's gonna involve Nobody martial the law house. in cities mm-hmm. and closing the borders. The liberals the libs would, have would have been gone, fucking all over totally it. Totally would have gone yeah. for it. What, because, as we've seen, look, so this well, this is a great segue to the remainder of our show here, talking about um, exactly that. The, huh. the minor uh, examples of federal martial law, uh, I guess, narrowly avoided in Seattle. I mean... Although, um, well, who knows? <laughs> well, you know, it's come out today that, well, the governor... So, let me... So, okay. Uh, this is... Um, so just think back to the images you've seen of uh, waves of wafting tear gas again uh, throughout Capitol Hill and Seattle. Uh, maybe you were there and had, uh, while standing in a dense crowd, rounding the corner at 12th and Pike, uh, 12th and Pine. Fuck, I can't believe I'm still I'm mixing that up. Um, oh my god, and for a local too. I know.
2: Uh, Over oh, by the, the is it Blick? Is that the Blick on Pine and Broadway? Uh,
0: that's Pine and Broadway. Um, Uh,
2: that whole area
0: at the rounding the cop shop um, the east precinct uh, getting uh, flashbangs just tossed from overhead from on top of buildings down into a crowd uh, exploding around you um, uh, and absolutely like wilding out by SPD Mm -hmm. and uh, their buddies in uh, Bellevue PD who just wanted a taste I guess yeah it looked like maybe King County Sheriff's Department as well yeah cool cool everyone wanted to get in on the action it was field trip day yeah Uh, summer
1: camp for cops yeah
0: and then this this is um uh this is jenny durkin talking about portland on msnbc it looks like this president is doing a dress rehearsal for martial law sending in federal forces to take over police duties in city after city for political purposes it's frightening and it's making things worse. It has not improved public safety. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? She
2: also said that she was going to talk to the feds and, and, and assured everybody that the same black bagging that was happening in Portland would not happen here.
1: Yeah, because it'd be SPD officers doing
0: it. You know, I mean, well, I listen. Mean that... Well, you know, you say that, though, but apparently they have secured this it, mm-hmm. for one reason or another supposedly like there was all the reports of the feds getting off the plane at at king county airport Mm -hmm. um and now Inslee and durkin they've released a joint press release saying that um they have vanquished trump and sent uh bill barr and his goons packing back to dc um they're saying you know they they really you know stood up uh everybody got together uh You know, this, and then they're saying, this is from their joint uh, press statement, the demobilization means Washingtonians no longer have to worry about the White House's aim to provoke confrontation and undermine peaceful protests, Indley said. Those peacefully protesting... Have raised the public's consciousness of the urgent need for racial justice, and I have no doubt they will continue to use their voices to call for action. We must continue making progress toward a better and more just Washington for everyone. This is the Jay Inslee who called out the National Guard Mm -hmm. the minute the SPD first rioted at the end of May. Um, also like a day
1: after Trump said that he should like went yeah. on Twitter and was like, Hey, you should call the National Guard. Well, nope. you saw
2: Chicago mayor's <laughs> lightfoot right? How she uh, like came out and was like, under no circumstances am I gonna allow Trump's federal officers here and then two days later he calls her yeah. and she lets him fucking into the city. Yeah.
1: Well and I think too I think the main thing that we're seeing here too with the sort of Jenny Durkin's quote on MSNBC and with Joe Biden's apparently release that he had today about this. Is We're seeing the merry-go-rounds here right now yeah. between the Republican and Democratic Party, which is, yeah, she's like, oh, Donald The Trump's- dialectic,
0: if you will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump's not going to have his, uh, well, this is the, uh, in dialect, is the struggle of appearance versus essence, right? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump's, you know, he's not going to have his uh, DHS, you know, uh, thugs in here, black bagging people and attacking people and things like that because SPD is already doing that so well and to such an extent. And it's one of these things of like, you know, if I'm down in a protest, I don't care if it's a DHS guy, a Border Patrol guy, an SPD guy, a King County guy, or a Bellevue guy. I don't care who's throwing the flashbangs from the top of the building at me, right? I care that they're throwing them. Like, again, cop is a cop. I don't give a shit what department they came out of, right? Yeah. But I guess this is the thing that we're supposed to buy here is that it's okay because the guy blackbagging you or the guy fucking beating the shit out of you. Don't worry. He's a local boy.
2: Which are not even local, which yeah, as we've yeah. like, you know, we've all fucking know that SPD yeah. is not local, which but, I mean, like. But
1: I was like, who gives a shit? Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. well, when I mean, people who were freaking out about,
2: you know, the, the snatching of the protesters, you know, when it started happening in Portland, I was like, a lot of people had to be like, why are you, why are you, one, why are you surprised? And two, why are you freaking out? Most people who were freaking out, I was like, they're not gonna come for you. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, yeah. you have on. Ought- nothing on you. Like unless no. unless you're the Tsar of Antifa, which I know that you're not. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, like How does she know that? Right. I <laughs>
2: exactly. Which I know that you're not. Ooh, if
1: you want to know who the Tsar of Antifa is, I know who to talk to. The hockey god.
2: <laughs> I am I am the hockey god of Antifa. Um but uh I was like okay like this thing has been happening like this style of intimidation and tactic has been being used by like to infiltrate large movements like so mm-hmm. specifically yep. like you know civil rights movements for mm-hmm. decades like this happens in foreign policy to mm-hmm. destabilize governments all the fucking time and enact coups and also like and people are like, yeah, but it's so brazen. And I'm like, brazen because it's happening to non-brown people. Like, yeah, ice ro- yeah. ice rolls up on workplaces all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, there are raids. There are ice raids all the fucking time. And they do. They just fucking go in. They load up, like, 20, 30 fucking people. And then kids go home and their parents are fucking gone. Yeah. Like, it's it's nothing new.
1: Well, and the big one is the uh, the standoff at uh, Standing Rock over the pipeline in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, under fucking everybody's favorite president, President Obama. Where he <sighs> sent federal police forces yeah. to yeah. go work with county police forces, mm-hmm. by the way, who are all being overseen by a mercenary group. <laughs> and yeah. they basically all work together to put down a social movement, right. right? And it's like, what we're seeing isn't a new thing that Trump's doing. What no. we're seeing is the absolute normalization of it right yeah. this is going to be the fact going forward no matter who's president well, you know in a year you know for well, another
0: you know uh galling a uh, bit of sort of double think here let me read from this same press statement this is the quote from dan satterberg king county prosecutor we should all be outraged at the nightly specter we see in portland of an unaccountable military force that answers only to the president using excessive force on moms, veterans, and citizens with a legitimate grievance against their government, Satterberg said. They made everything worse there, and they have no exit strategy. This is good news for Seattle, but let's not lose focus on Portland. He's meaning good news that we've made them mm-hmm. leave. Um, everything in that, except answers only to the president, could just be applied, obviously, to SPD. Literally, yeah. Saturday, they I was there. I marched on Saturday in solidarity with Portland with the portland protesters who've been abused by portland police and Mm. and federal goons and i saw people get get just fucking absolutely uh bowled over by Mm. absolutely uh, uh just an incredible amount of violence and these people, these Democrats have the gall to go up. I mean, forget talking about like would, you know, what would what would be happening if Hillary was president. I mean, Jesus, like you you we know this. We know that yeah. Jenny Durkin was, you know, was Obama administration prosecutor. Like um if anything, you know, what the, this is the Democrats saw right away a perfect opportunity to do what they've been looking to do since this all started. Which was uh, co opt and neutralize it, right? And by Trump jumping into this with uh, federal agents, that gave them this perfect uh, opportunity to be, to position themselves on the side of protesters in the only way that they are willing to do, which is in this nakedly political, really obvious, um, nakedly political anti Trump move, you know, to, to position themselves. And yeah, because of the most like fr- fr- flagrant like constitutional violations by the federal government that, of course, their own police forces are doing every day. Yeah. Um. So, but I, you know, what this makes me think of is that, you know, I mean, of course, and this has been true since Trump, be- you know, became president. You know, everyone worries like, is this fascism? Or are we moving toward fascism? And like. Is that what this is, the the federal troops in Portland and, I guess, narrowly avoided in Seattle because they're completely not needed? I mean, it's it seems to me like SPD like brought in their friends from around the county mm-hmm. just to show Daddy in the White House that it's cool, we don't need help here, we got this one. Um, and, you know, they satisfied him, I guess. Um, but the question is, like, it, you know... We've had this debate, like, is this fascism? We're going toward fascism. What is fascism? And, you know, there's all, you know, there's lots of different definitions.
2: Ask Trotsky, what is fascism and how to fight it?
0: Ooh. Well, my answer is this is a fascist country, and it has been for a long time. Yes. One of the sort of, uh, you know, you can choose from theories on fascism, nascent fascism in America. And one of them is that this has been a fascist country since Inception. the Second World War. <laughs> um we, you know, with our massive, you know, military industrial complex and, you know, our uh, apartheid systems and et cetera. And I think something that get, gets hung up on, that people get hung up on with that argument that is has become more clear to me. I've been wishy-washy on that for a long time, like, because you can mm-hmm. see there's different ways to look at it. And ultimately, the answer usually comes back if you get in these discussions, well... You know, maybe fascism is uh, a thing that was situated in time that, of course, it's not going to be a one-to-one corollary here. Mm. And so you're going to miss some pieces of it. Um, And so one critique that comes up of this idea that we're just a fascist country is that we don't have uh, the kind of uh, right-wing mass politics that um, defined European fascism in Mm -hmm. the early 20th century. And that, you know, is one that I've previously been able to concede and say yeah okay so it's not one-to-one so it's little of everything you can't answer this question and this whole movement um in the streets against the cops has made me start to think that actually we do have that obviously we have like these small right-wing militias that have showed up at places that's not even what i'm talking about and obviously Mm. we have you know online boomer like psychos who uh, have, are, you know, very right-wing. We have the Q mm-hmm. people, but that, that doesn't really... None of this mm-hmm. qualifies as the kind of mass politics needed to have a mass hyper right-wing social base that then can generate a... Uh, the devices of fascism, like, for example, like, can generate a paramilitary force that can then be the arm of a, of a fascist movement, uh, the the violent arm that can then coordinate with the state as is, you know... Mm. happened in italy and germany and i think the better way to look at it is that we actually do have that we've had you know mass nationalist right-wing politics that's what we have had we have had that all this time and it's been accelerating ever since uh the second world war this it's you know it's reached this point with trump through reagan through onto this point that's just the right of america is as deranged and as committed as right wing and as insane as any fucking group of you know nazi loyalists in germany and when you say but they're not in the streets in a way and they aren't generating a paramilitary force like say you know the brown shirts and i i think they have that cops the expansion of the police state mm. in the form of local cops that have a unified ideology that see themselves, they're positioned politically as unified. Uh, they're obviously in extremely right-wing and violent. And, like, I, th- you know, I think we have that. We have that. It hasn't been as centralized as, that's, you know, a difference from the early 20th century fascist parties. But we have a decentralized right-wing and ins- nationalist insanity in this country that has generated directly this expansion of uh, local police forces into fully militarized uh enforcers that is staffed then and grown with the most brutal right-wing psychopaths in our society yeah well let me throw out a
1: question to you guys that i saw on twitter so goldie on twitter posted this thing uh like 4 days ago 5 days ago before the fellowship was supposed to have left but she said if you know uh DHS cops are here and if SPD cops are here and they're sort of working together and the mayor told SPD to stop working with DHS and to do whatever and DHS was like no you guys come with us and go like tear gas everybody in the street do you think the SPD would do it? And now I don't want you to answer that question. What I want you to answer is how many seconds in your brain did it take you to say, well, obviously (laughs) (laughs)
2: 0.003,
1: you know, I mean, I I think to what you're saying, Greg, I mean that that's the answer, right? Is that nobody legitimately thinks that the, uh, you know, particularly at the local level that there's anything other than nominal control over the police, right? The police will do what they want.
2: Yeah there's you know? there is no control. I mean yeah. like you guys said in your other like episode that like, you know Jenny Durkin came mm-hmm. out and basically said that she has zero control over her cuz she was trying to divest responsibility yeah. of their actions from herself and came out and was like I don't have any... Like, they actually don't listen to me or I'm I'm not like...
1: That's what she's given as her personal defense. And I think for a lot of reasons, we should probably believe her.
2: One of my friends actually (laughs) sent me this really funny comic by... I think it was like... God, what's the name of this account on Instagram? Um, uh, It's like... Oh, it's the South Seattle Emerald. Have you guys? Yeah. yeah. It? yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's good paper. It, yeah, it's the comic about Jenny Durkin, And she's like, who controls the police? That's a good question. And she's like talking about philosophers. Once thought that the behavior was governed by the four humors or bodily yeah. vapors. Just yeah. like all of just is like esoteric good. shit. And it's like it's huh. it's so well, absurd this, because it's fucking well, true. On this
0: exact subject, this is what yeah. she had to say in um, on in this joint press release. The president's <laughs> actions. This is Jenny Durkin now. The president's actions to target and dominate democratic cities through the use of federal forces is chilling. It has increased violence in Portland, Seattle, and other cities across the country. Which, which she's intending to say, like, has increased violence by protesters. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it's true that it has increased violence, but it's all by the cops. Um, which is what the president intended. That she's correct. I think, I, you know, I think this is largely a campaign stunt for... Uh, Trump. Uh, Policing, but then she says, policing decisions in Seattle should be made by Chief Best, not Donald Trump, and we can rest assured that they will be, Durkin said. So she's saying the police department should make its own decisions, its own policy, its own, take its own orders, and... (laughs) The city has nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah. Well, that and it's like and uh, she's Trump, Trump in between there. Trump shouldn't make these positions or make these decisions. Uh, that organization that is as biggest cheerleader and largest voting bloc should make them. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is I. I what think, do you want to
0: bet Carmen Best voted for Trump?
1: Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, like not even a question. There's literally two options if they're a cop, which is they either vote for Trump or they didn't vote. Yeah, like those are the two things, and they didn't vote. It's literally just for the same reasons no American votes. Because why? Why bother? But um, yeah, I mean, so you know what we're seeing right is that there's this institutional thing happening that people aren't quite like reckoning with, right? Which is that you have these uh, large structures that have grown, particularly in the post-war period, have grown extremely large, extremely powerful, that literally their sole function is to oppress the vast majority of the people in this country, right? Whether that's by beating the shit out of them as the cops do, or by monitoring and surveilling them, by keeping them in cages, et cetera. And I think it's one of those things that uh, we should probably be like a little serious and clear about that. You're not going to vote out of existence because, you know, if we do cut SP's budget by 50%, I keep coming to this question. What do we do if SP says no? Yeah. You know? Oh, you mean like the head tax? Yeah. Like like when Jeff Bezos, when we passed the head tax, Jeff Bezos said no. No. And so we had to revoke, we had to take it back, right? right? What are you going to do when SPD Just says kidding. no? Well, what are you going to do when, you know, 500 armed psychopaths with tanks who are already in your city basically roll up and like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And actually. this is
2: your, you know, this is your you point know? that you've been making over the last couple episodes is that like... If there is not a decisive victory in the streets yeah. by the people yeah. to significantly just like take the kneecaps out of this institution, we yeah. are looking at an absolute reckoning. Yeah, oh, which yeah. is going to be so fucking dangerous. I mean, um the The feds on Democracy Now, they said that the the feds have talked to like the yes, Seattle Times and all the other news reporters here, and they're they're forcing them to turn over footage from the yeah. the end of the May riots or the I mean sorry, not the riots, the federal judge actually, yeah, not the riots,
0: ordered them to, yeah, demonstrations, yeah,
2: and right. it just uh, like this is it, it, it's do or die, and it's 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 this fantastic paradox that you're getting with people like Mayor Jenny, who like you mm-hmm. who, who you said has no zero constituency, you know, mm-hmm. because with the whole thing with the Chaz or the Chop or, you know, what it was called, um, that because Trump started targeting it and, like, Chris Tucker and all of them started targeting it, targeting it, this active battle zone that they were waging against the demonstrators, then they had to come out and defend it Yeah. against Trump, Yeah. yeah. you know, which is this just absolute cartwheeling sort of, like, yeah. circus act of trying to defend their own positions yeah and positions of power like self-preservation while also like wreaking havoc on their own civilians.
1: Well, and, and also Jenny's do She's doing the classic uh, sort of uh, Brett uh, Hamill joke or whatever, which is when she's talking to a national audience, has nothing to do with it isn't Seattle. Uh, Trump's a bad guy. Having police running through the streets beating the shit out of people, that's bad. Yeah, Brett Hamel's proximity loves Seattle yeah. politics. Yeah. But when she's in the city, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, fuck it, roll the roll the tanks out. And I think it's one of those things too, though. I, That's why when we say that I don't think she has control over the police, we also need to be absolutely clear: the police are doing everything she would want them to do. Yes, I just think that if she if she's suddenly got a wild hair up her ass and she didn't want them to do it, I don't know that she could stop them from doing it. And that's actually something that
0: we have to consider. Well, I think what we have seen is it's possibly possibility those moments have come. Yeah, and what but they have come because for optics, for PR reasons, they're you know. Jenny Durkin loves seeing the protesters roughed up like this, but she also seems to feel that at times, like maybe that's not the optics that she wants right now. And so we've seen at times the, the cops just totally pull back and not yeah. be seen uh, for pro, for marches of tens of thousands of people. Um, but yeah, listen, uh, what is it? Is it next Monday, August 3rd, that... Uh, we're supposed to that the city council is supposed to have its first vote on defunding the police. I do believe so. I thought
2: they already like didn't they pass like a veto proof?
0: No no, 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 no. They just have one. well, they have a
1: veto proof commitment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, people yeah. have made commitment. So seven we'll of
0: the nine have sort of publicly said they are in favor of this generally. Now, what that means when they come to actually, you know, amend uh, mm-hmm. whatever whatever bill. And then amendment process, and then how they vote—you know—we'll see. But what you gotta be ready for—we've said this now for two months. Uh, everyone has to be at City Hall that day because yeah. uh, the cops have already been saying no to this. Yeah. But um, they've been saying it to protesters in the streets. If see if the City Council. Looks like they're really going to defund SPD by 50%, which they're, and now they've, they're planning to, they all say they're planning to do on Monday, yeah. on the 3rd, I believe. The Seattle Police Department, you may find, you sh- may show up to say no to them, to yeah. the council. And that could, uh, be extremely ugly.
2: Well, the council doesn't have any dogs to sick on the police. That's the No, they don't. Yeah.
0: No, well, this is, all this, they have is the movement that is pushing them to do this in the first place.
1: Well, I mean, and this was the thing that sort of Goldie was sort of getting at with this tweet, which was that when DHS and the police get together, all you're really doing is asking nicely and hoping that they take you into consideration, right? This is the system we've created. There's no fucking balance, right? In the sense that, like, if the police say no, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I mean,
2: that's that fucking like two way come and take them kind of fucking mentality that you yeah. have right regular, you know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, the same mentality they've had jammed into their head yeah. <laughs> the entire time they've been, you know, cops. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, is, uh, you know, not to put it into the air or whatever, but put a fucking human wall around oh, we, no, absolutely. Know, like, oh, there, were, there Before uh, this, this is be over, I mean, it's that. this yeah. winter
2: that we're staring at with, with COVID and with the lack of funding from the government and with the unemployment rate and with the eviction rate that we're looking at and with the these continued sustained demonstrations like this winter, there will absolutely be blood. There yeah. is going to be absolutely more blood in the streets. With the evictions, uh,
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, cops have killed political officials over less. Yeah, Absolutely. So, you Listen, know, the I, I think Should you, you have to start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to start taking them uh, seriously. Over you know, as what they are. You know, you say there are fascists in the streets. You need to take that seriously.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The council should show up at 3 a.m. that day mm-hmm. and uh, lock the fucking doors behind them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're like, I, I mean, you, we're gonna literally have to be at city hall. I I imagine someone is going to plan something like that um, to, and to encourage us people to be there, uh, I'll, I'll be there regardless. Yeah. Um, because, oh, God, they're not going to like do it early in the morning, are they? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to get up. I
2: hate one. early. Um,
0: because you, yeah, really, like, um, you, you, these things really do happen. Yeah, uh, yeah and I be, mean... This will be, this will be a, if they do this... If they pass a serious bill that actually... what? In fact, whatever the terms and amendments of the bill, if they actually pass a, an actual funding cut of 50% or even close to it, this will be world news. Oh, yeah. Global news. This will be an earth-shattering fucking event. And it will only be because of these continued uprisings. But the cops know that. Um, every cop in the country will be mm-hmm. looking at SPD. SPD will be hearing from every cop in the country. Not that they'll mm-hmm. need to, but yeah. to, that it is up to them to stop the fucking tide. Yeah. To to stop this from happening.
2: And you know who else we're going to see there too? Because we're going to see a lot of those boogaloo's out there as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure,
0: like, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? Right? Any kind of, you know, they the cops... Uh, a bunch of off-duty cops and their wives like tried to have a rally in oh support god. of cops like three weeks ago in front of city hall, and it was like twenty-five people for two hours. Like yeah. uh, they clearly all have cop face, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: Imagine being a cop's wife.
0: Oh my god! During oh, this time, it, uh, you know, uh, yeah. it can't be easy for them. You know? My mom was one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you know,
1: one of the darker sides when you. Uh, study police interactions and stuff online is you learn that there's actually like large national and local support groups for cops wives. And it's basically like, it's, it's like an abuse network essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, cool. Like, um, I
2: honestly, you know, I mean, I'm like, mom, why? And yeah. she was like, ah, you know, I was young.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and, like, yeah. The whole it was the it was the military to the police pipeline.
1: Yeah, the whole
0: country is asking itself that question now. Yeah, why? Why do we let these people in our lives? And it's astonishing, but Seattle may be the city that does something. Now, who knows? They could also between now and then. There's, I mean, what is this Tuesday? Yeah. There's a week between now and then. They could find a way to. Whatever bill they do, because I don't think they have dropped a draft legislation yet. I no, would they're going
1: to do it in the amended budget, right? So that that'll be oh, the, right, that'll right, be right. the have, shot yeah. fired on Monday. they'll go into the amended budget
0: and basically be like, "Yep, we're gutting the police." Yeah, yeah. So right. So we haven't seen, but we haven't seen that that those draft amendments yet. Yeah. yeah. And then of course you know it's in a, the amendment process to the whole it'll be a, the whole thing is an amendment process. So what comes out on the other end. God only knows yeah. what they'll back down from, um, but if but I guess that's what I'm saying. I think everyone knows the pressure has to be kept up between now and then to show that this movement is still strong, that these uprisings are still in the street to put pressure on the council. But like day of that is needed, obviously, um, but also just like human shield for the council. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, go down there on Monday because yeah, the council, you know, some of the council members are gonna need their backs stiffened a little bit by people being there, uh, and look at it like this Best case scenario, you're going to see, you're going to be there on the ground at a historic, nationally historic event. All right. Uh, Worst case scenario, Uh, we might need some people down there. <laughs> we, might, we might need some uh, bodies to fend off uh, SPD. So yeah. Well, with, so with it, either more, way, with either the, way, we need people.
2: With the rollback of the, you know, the breweries and taverns, like you know, the rollback of them, there are going to be more people that are available.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is,
2: I'm a firm believer. Why we even opened up in the first place is to completely drain the movement.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh
1: yeah. And
2: Do the more. reason why there's pushing for sports to come back too is because right now is playoff season. Would be playoff season for a couple of sports. Yeah. And. Uh, well, I mean, we don't mean, have that distraction right now.
1: Well, just like uh, this disease, you know, exposed like every rotten layer of sort of institutional American capitalism, it also just brought so many pieces together at exactly the right time. You yeah, know?
2: you know, you can't just keep uh, killing that's people and, and get away with it. It's them, a fucking you know? science, yeah. like this is, the, uh, you uh, calculable, like yeah. from decades before. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's, it's one of the things. I mean, you know, you treat people really awfully. <laughs> Over and over again, um, you know, they have a tendency to blow up uh, until uh, the tech industry gets the automatons they want. Ugh. You know, they're gonna have to live in fear of the pitchforks.
2: And we're know? not even doing the things that fucking they used to do back in like you know the old labor uh, the old labor movement back in the day when they would go to their boss's house and drag them out and beat well, the shit the, out of them. But of the
1: IWW <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest they used to have this thing that whatever a cop would kill somebody in the labor movement. They put signs up all over town that said for every labor that gets killed by the police, we're going to kill two cops. And then they would shoot two cops. If the cops shot somebody, and you know what kept the cops from shooting fucking guys in the labor movement, the fact that they kept getting shot by fucking. Yeah.
2: Well, nowadays we just have so. them shooting themselves, so yeah. and shooting each yeah. other. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully it doesn't well, may- <laughs> Maybe
1: <laughs> that Bothell cop is like some secret. Maybe he's now-est. a secret, yeah. You
2: know, he's <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, this is my chance. Pop, 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 Well, yeah. yeah hopefully.
0: It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Um, it's it. it it could potentially go to a much darker place. I mean... It will. Um, it will. I, I think, look, this has been a radical movement in this town from, you know, okay, it's not pulling bosses out of the house and beating them, but people have marched on the mayor and the city council's houses. Um, and uh, in a uh, the sort of um, la- uh, most provocative demonstration so far, uh, I, I, I've read in the newspaper that in the vicinity of the march um, on Saturday... Somewhere, uh, there, um, someone, uh, allegedly set fire to a construction trailer at the dirt pit site of the new youth jail construction, um, which I think is a very poignant, uh, demonstration. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. um, if you know, uh, but, uh, listen, stay in the streets. That's the point. I just want to end on something, uh, just a little tidbit. Just, For all we talk about all this, just know there are forces out there still trying to convince Seattle not to do this. And this appeared... I'm just going to read the first paragraph from... uh, This from our old friend Tim Burgess. Um, Tim Burgess, a man with a past. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. His past
1: is so uh, sketchy. Even uh, Wikipedia, like tried to scrub it off their wikipedia page yeah.
0: yeah uh so in crosscut seattle police respond too slowly a 50 percent cut will make it worse already he's off you know it's a great start with this headline gonna make it about some tiny mm-hmm. like totally you know uh, we want r- police to not respond at all yeah. he's like yeah but what if they come even slower than they do now. Uh, Let's transform Seattle Police Department by addressing both racial injustice and the enduring need for fair and effective policing. Uh, Bullshit. Okay, the first paragraph. (coughs) I think you're gonna like this. (laughs) In Paris and Prague, police officers give a formal hand salute to people they stop. It's meant as a gesture of respect, a way to both honor the people they serve and to signal that their encounter will be dignified and professional. We need such a salute right now in the city of Seattle, where protests, violence, and disruption have coursed through the community since May 25th. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is the mm counter-argument. What we need in Seattle is a special way caught a special little wave. He wants a Heil. We need, yeah, Uh, (laughs) basically uh, if you just really break down that, yeah, he's just saying they should actually just announce themselves with a uh, Heil Tim. Yeah. But, yeah uh, also uh,
1: good advice Tim Paris uh, famously free of protests so
0: yeah
2: (laughs) oh man when they joined in and they just like took it to an 11 because they're like oh yeah you're trying to like let's flex Uh, we're Paris like my uh, favorite one is when they took the shit to the parliament they took the shit truck to the uh, parliament and uh, they just sprayed the side of parliament with shit like (laughs) during the yellow vest that fucking shit
1: No. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, Tim would probably never. Uh, this would never occur to him, but it's like uh, maybe in Paris, the police have a little special hello to the people because they're actually afraid of the people. Apparently, they are. Well, in Seattle, the police uh, hold us in utmost contempt and have yes, like, no fear. They
2: absolutely. The they have. I think they're like not armed or something like that. But there's those videos uh, of the, the police in Paris, not a, like not very long ago, uh, and they are like like scary little piggies. Uh, and the the fucking some guy like throws a razor scooter. Yeah. at one of them like just like hammer throws this fucking like metal razor scooter at one of them and just clocks one of the police it's the, it's the greatest thing ever
0: that, that rules um, uh, we should thank our newest patrons we've got Michael Lakin and Cassidy thanks everybody Um. thank you Marina our thank hockey you. our Kraken correspondent uh, we look forward to Uh, Many future updates uh, on the Kraken and uh, as their whatever, whenever their first season starts in 2030 or whatever (laughs)
2: it is. Everybody wear your mask so I can go back to the fucking beaver and go back to watching my hockey.
1: (laughs) I'm
2: so tired of not having hockey.
1: Well, you keep us updated on the field goals and three pointers that the Kraken will surely be (laughs) scoring. The home runs in the coming hockey season.
2: Yes, I will.
0: Fourth period heroics.
2: Thank you for having me again. Always (laughs) a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks
0: for coming. Thanks for the beer. Oh, of course. Thank you to the Sheree campaign for the uh, sheree branded hand sanitizer. Uh, which I imagine must have come from the Ar- Aurora factory that um, Sheree and her, her friends built, which is cool. And we got some, yep. we got some posters I'm going to put up. We're to. currently completely That's, covered in this. We are slathered movie. in this stuff for safety, for podcaster safety. <laughs> um, it took me a while to figure out how to open it, but I, I figured it out. Um, <laughs> if you've had one of these bottles, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's like top proof or something. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.